0: What if everything you thought you knew about sales was just the tip of the iceberg? Well, today's guest says transforming sales requires embracing the depth below the surface, arguing that masterful selling connects us to powerful human truths that typical tactics never reach, and his brand new book guides us below the waterline to realize the incredible potential lying just beneath. So let's talk about that. Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, hey there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. Thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, joining you live from our Cardio Miracle Studios here in lovely lovely eastern Indiana. Folks, make your heart happy this holiday season and your body happy along the way with Cardio Miracle. Nitric Oxide boost fuels circulation and energy. Lower your blood pressure plus fatigue and your overall uh, sense of dread because yes, it will help improve your anxiety as well. The Vitality Boost you've waited is here. Get your Cardio Miracle today at Show.com forward slash heart. Link in the show notes as well as is in the video description. Use code TBNS for 15% off your order and join the tens of thousands who are improving their heart health overnight by taking Cardio Miracle. And by the way, there's a 100% money back guarantee. So you quite literally have nothing to lose except for that high blood pressure and sleepless nights. So one more time, Cardio Miracle, start your heart health journey. Today. All right, let's dig below that waterline. And uh, yes, because it is, in fact, the tip of the iceberg. Joining us here on The Brian
1: Nichols Show today to talk about his brand new book, Iceberg Selling, Carl Becker. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Hey, thanks. Yeah, I love the energy. I mean, you're right. So much that I think of our life when we're going through everything, we only see 10%, yet we want to have the conversation that's 100%, right? We want to bring our ideas, what we're passionate about forward. But if that other person's only showing us 10% of where they are, boy, that's a challenge. And sure it is, is in sales too. And that's why I came up with Iceberg Sailing. Like, let's learn to see what's underneath and and, and meet people where they are. Help, help understand where they are so that we can meet them, have the conversations we want to have. And in sales, it's about being of service, right? It's about that solution about being the guide to move them forward to something. So thank you for the introduction. I really appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. I, I love that you, you said that the catchphrase for the show meet people where they're at, right? And on those right. issues they care about. This is true in politics. It's true when we're talking about solutions to the problems we see in our world. And heck, it's true in the world of business as well, Carl. So I'm really looking forward to digging into things today. Um, now, for folks who are longtime listeners of The Brian Nichols Show, they know that I'm in the, the world of sales. I'm a sales coach. I'm a sales executive and I I lead sales teams and this is stuff that I literally am talking about with my team every single day. And part of the whole advent of the show was to bring that sales and marketing acumen we know works in the business world, bring it to the world of public policy and specifically addressing the problems we see in our world with solutions we can bring to the table and hopefully air quotes on the word sell, but sell it to an electorate or in this case a voter base. So with that, Carl, I really want to dig into this idea of iceberg selling. So before we kind of go into how we can utilize the tactics and tools that are outlined in your book let's kind of set the stage how did you get to the point in your sales journey where you said you know what this this old way of, of sales whether it was you know the the bant or bant C, medic sandler mm-hmm. whatever different uh you know different st- style of sales that there's out there this just isn't cutting it for our our world today and then you brought in iceberg selling so how do we get to the point where you're you're making this brand new sales methodology
1: yeah so i appreciate the opportunity to share i'm it, it like so often when i talk and, and sometimes i get in my head oh man this guy talks too much but i'm going to start this story actually kind of in an origin story and then fast forward to where we are today yeah so as i became a parent my kids grew up i have two high schoolers now um you know we learn through our kids eyes right and a lot of times they reflect back kind of glimmers of when we were a kid i think we that's a shared human experience and so much i think of like Selling and connecting, connecting with people is understanding we have shared human experiences. At the end of the day, we have so much common DNA together, right? So, um, one day my my uh, my uh, youngest son, he's in like third or fourth grade at that time. He comes home, we have this conversation, and there's kind of this on the table. Like, is there is there some learning disability? What's going on? And so we started to get uh, a coach and some you know kind of instructors to look into that. And sure enough he starts to find that he's dyslexic. And and as he's sharing these things with me, it's like, Oh, my God, that was me growing up, I had the same challenges learning, growing up like it just, I, I just did. And so when I started to kind of look back at when I was a kid, what did I do to cope? What did I do to get around it, I had to get really good at learning from what I saw, what I heard, what I experienced, because with dyslexia, reading books was very challenging for me to, to read it. I was a slow reader and then take it and process it. So I think I kind of like became this salesperson early on because I was always trying to understand other people, other things. It's kind of almost like a survival tactic. Mm. So fast forward, you know, my entire life, I've been an entrepreneur. I've run companies. I've come in. I've, I've built sales organizations and a ton of companies. I, I do coaching. I do keynoting, but it all has the same thing in common of like, how do we really bring out the best in teams and individuals? And so I started to kind of realize that when I was coaching, a lot of times I would say, hey, salesperson and I'm coaching, just be of service. You know, go the extra mile, like really understand this person. And some people would get it and Others would look at me like, I don't know what that means. Mm. Well, I appreciated that they felt safe enough to share that with me. And so I've written three books. This iceberg selling is my last one. And it's my favorite book by far. But the reason I wrote it is I started to realize that many of the people I talked with around sales and connecting and helping people uh, find what's below the surface and really understand someone and before they bring forward an idea was missing. It mm-hmm. wasn't a skill that we knew because we're so used to, like you said, Van, the, the bottom of the funnel. Let's close the deal. Let's overcome objections. Let's persuade. And it was like, whoa, whoa. When I've been successful in my career, it's about understanding, co-creating, listening making sure we agree to the next step
0: when my friends over at blood of tyrants said hey brian we know you don't drink alcohol but we have a great product built for you i knew something must be up and that's when i found out about liquid freedom crafted with natural ingredients and in the power of yerba mate this revolutionary energy tea is 100 sugar free and crash free so you can go ahead and use code tbns at checkout for 10 off your orders and you can sip with a purpose while also embracing the freedom revolution minus the alcohol. One more time, get your liquid freedom tea by heading to Show.com forward slash tea. And now back to the show.
1: And so as I started to write this book, it's really written like I'm talking right now. I was like, this is it. This will help people understand others better. And when we understand others better, we can be more effective in communicating or moving it forward or guiding them or whatever it would be. So that's kind of the backstory.
0: I I love it. Um, I I, I love it because when I... First started in the world of sales, I had a sales manager. I'm not going to say his name because I like him. He's a good person. Um, but totally stuck in 1990 sales, which is fine, right? Like if that worked for you, then that's great. But times change. And, and you know, as the, the buyer becomes more and more educated in, in the, the different solutions that are available to them, they don't need you to do this, you know, feature and benefit dump. They don't need the facts and figures. They And frankly, this might hurt for some folks to hear. They don't care about you. They don't care about your company. They don't want to go through your, your 10 uh, page PowerPoint highlighting how great you are and all the different customers you have. They're not, they're not focused on that. What they're focused on. And Carl, if, if I'm wrong, tell me, but they're focused on Hey, I have a problem and I need this problem solved. Now, Not everybody has a problem that your solution can solve and vice versa. Not every problem that's out there is something your solution can go ahead and inherently fix. So we have to not only better understand our specific value add to helping address these problems, but Carl then going to, uh, and this is my sales methodology that I've been building, is the elephant in the room, my elephant in the room approach, and that is Not every person is a potential buyer. We need to better understand who is our ICP, who is our ideal customer persona. And with that, who is then in that ICP in a buying opportunity? Can you kind of walk through ways in iceberg selling that you've been able to more effectively identify who those people are in that buying
1: opportunity for us? Yeah, sure. Um, First, I'm going to kind of frame up a couple things just just really briefly to give a little bit of context. So the whole concept here is everything's an iceberg, including you. You are an iceberg. I am an iceberg. Our company's an iceberg. The, the person we're talking to is an iceberg, their company, their problem. Like we just never know what's going on in these people's lives and they don't know what's going on in ours. So uh, I like to kind of frame it first of like, hey, before we start talking about you as a salesperson and bringing solutions, you know, what's your why? Why are you even doing this? Like, get connected with what fills you up. Mm-hmm. Because in sales, you know, we are putting ourselves out there every day and we're we're expending a ton of energy if we're doing it right to really learn about people. And that could be research before, it could be in the call, it could be in the conversation. And then you know the discipline to continue to follow up and to, and to stay curious right so i always feel like we need to figure out a way to recharge our batteries all the time and t- for me it's like why am i doing this in the first place you know so if you're someone in sales or you're a leader or even just like you're passionate about bringing an idea forward reconnect with like what's your why what and i i, I say what are we playing for so so once we do that I, I think that kind of reframes that if we're really playing to be of service to connect to share our ideas Then all of a sudden, I think we could take the the jump of faith that we're not in a bunch of sprints. Every person we meet, it's not a sprint to the finish line. What if it's a marathon? What if it's this, you know, how do I spend time to really understand them? They understand me so that when we get toward the end of the marathon, we're actually finishing the, the, the crossing, the finishing line together. So what does that mean for ICP? It means at certain times of this journey, when we learn, we have to be comfortable taking the off ramp. We have to be comfortable saying, you know what, I'm never going to change their mind or I'm never, you know, this is not the best solution. This is not of service to them. And oh, by the way, it's not of service to my team either. I mean, nobody wants to like sell the dream and then have your team service the nightmare. Right. Like (laughs) like, we just don't want that. Right. If we're good teammates, we don't want that. So, you know, before I tell you, like all the steps, I would just say there's a reframing from the beginning just to say it's okay to, to get clarity for yourself. And for the person you're talking to.
0: Yeah, we had uh, Tim Wackel on the show. I think last year it was at this point, and he's you know a, g- a great great friend and a sales coach. And and we actually talked about this. You know, no is sometimes the best um, the best answer you can get because you can then dig into the no. Is it a strong? No. Is it as we used to call it when I was now granted I was a sales guy in Philly for a while, so we were a little bit more crass, and we had it called an FFO, a firm F off. Um, you know, or is it a just not right now? Right. And and that gives you as a salesperson context to better understand, am I missing the mark in terms of aligning our value or is it simply just not a good time right now? Is it you know, there might be something going on. I'll give you a real life example going through my uh, my company right now that I work with and we're doing a complete tech stack rip and replace. And I had a, a sales guy who they had reached out to me, you know, great salesperson. They were they were communicative. They were they were staying, you know, in, in contact with me. And, and yet then they, they ended up going way too, too hard. They were way too aggressive trying to, to push a solution and ended up from a budgeting standpoint. We just didn't have the funds that we needed. And I was like, Hey, listen, love your solution. It just, we can't make this work right now. And then they, they kept on pushing. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. Like it's just not going to work. Right. And they, they took a good opportunity. And they got rid of it because they were just not listening. And they were like, I need my sale. I need my sale. And they were sprinting, as you said, versus looking at this as a long-term relationship and truly a marathon. I love that you framed it that way.
1: It's you hit the first mindset of the book and is it is lifetime value. Mm. It is for the lifetime value. And and I think a lot of times, whether it's because of our sales manager or in our head or what we've seen in the movies, it's like, you know, sign on the dotted line. You know, like you got to make it happen. You know, I, I guess I feel like if these were friendships, and you just met somebody, and you said, "So, are we going to be friends or not?" Right? They're going to be like, "Oh my God, this guy's nuts." No. So, like in in the world of sales, I feel like it is it or it can be, and always ever, it, it, it unless it's a like you said, a no, 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 um, no, never. Um, there's always an opportunity. You know, people change companies, budgets unlock, people get promoted um your solution changes so don't you want to always have a bridge and a door open um and I and by the way car
0: I don't mean to interrupt but that's literally oh. the topic of this book shift selling we had our good buddy Craig Elias in the uh, the show back it. a couple years ago trigger events right like things yeah. change and that's okay <laughs> Are you tired of just managing through each day, constantly battling pain, anxiety, and sleepless nights? Well, it's time for a change. Experience the transformative power of EBLES CBD. Say goodbye to survival mode and hello to thriving. Visit bryannicholshow.com forward slash EBLES E-A-B-L-E-S, and use code TBNS for an exclusive 15% off your order. Your journey to wellness starts now. And now, back to the show.
1: Absolutely. And and, and so if, if, if you just realize all the things that change in your life from one year to the next, and if you even just say your kids, your family, um, your spouse, your partner, things like that. Now imagine how much more amplified that gets if it's an organization. So I always want to say, you know, we're we're playing for um, lifetime value. We're playing for long relationships. And the second mindset's kind of talking about what you're talking about, too. It's like always being of service. Like what's this other thing? that I can do to provide service and caring to this person other than just, Hey, you ready to buy? Hey, it's the end of the month. Here's a discount. You know, um, and, and did you get my email? Like that, that's, that's not of service. And quite frankly, I don't know a salesperson in the world that wants to leave the check in voicemail or the check in email. Did you get my quote? Do you have any questions? So for me, you know, again, some of this before we go into the steps of iceberg selling is like, let's get ourselves right. Let's get those mindsets solid so that when we go into these conversations, we're
0: ready to go. Yep. Amen. Amen. Well, well Carl and, and oh, there we go, my camera. Um, but one of the things that, that drives me crazy, just absolutely drives me up a wall, is when I'm talking to a salesperson and I start asking them some not 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 like the basics that they should understand, but really just like the contextual stuff. Like, hey, who who who's the, the champion and who are the other people in the buying committee? What are the main drivers? What's their timeline? Why are they looking at this solution? and i sometimes will get like this deer in the headlights look and i'm like we you're you're not even focused on what the customer needs you're focused on to your point earlier hitting that you know that that uh that end of the month or end of the quarter deadline you're trying to get this deal in because maybe it's been a rough month all these things that you're focused on versus what does the customer actually care about and those things are so important because as you get towards the the end of the conversation of the deal cycle you're not trying to toss out here's a discount here's you know here's uh, some extra bonuses and stuff you're instead being able to more effectively and and articulately address the real concerns the real root causes of of the pain of the problem, and then as you're going towards that final, uh, you know, closing of the deal, which it really never is a closed deal, right? It's just more of now we're going to the next step, onboarding, next implementation, step, right. whatever that may be, and right. the process keeps going. But you need that firm foundation to build upon.
1: I agree, and you know, one of the things I do oftentimes when I brought into teams and I'm like managing the sales team or acting as a co-pilot, like, whatever I'm doing, I, all I'm trying to say is like we're having a conversation on a one-to-one basis with the salesperson and we're reviewing their funnel. And it could be all the different stages of their funnel, but I'll get to these deals and I'll say, you know, tell me about their world. And, and you're right. Sometimes it's like, well, what do you mean? We're going to, I think we're going to close it this quarter. It's like, that's not answering the question. Tell me about their world. And if, and if we can't answer that question, then it starts to kind of, I think open the door that maybe we don't know as much as we think about them and their situation. So therefore, did we even get the solution right? Right. Um, and, and so to me, that's the whole premise of iceberg selling is, is the more we learn and you know, we build rapport and we co-create together. And we can get to all those things in a second. But, but, but just the basic idea is the more you understand, you've not only de-risked yourself, but you have more clarity that this is right, right fit, right time, right solution versus a guess. And I think that's where a lot of times as salespeople or sales managers, we get stuck. Because we can't answer those questions. And it's almost like if it was a board game, you know, we have to like go back ten spaces, shoots and ladders. Like we gotta go back ten spaces and start again if we really wanna up our game, if we really wanna go from good to great. So
0: there there's a lot of folks who are in the audience and maybe they're hearing this and like, okay, this is starting to make sense, but This is all new to me, right, Carl? It's a little overwhelming. Maybe this is a little, you know, too much. How do you eat that elephant one bite at a time? Maybe this is too big of a bite to to try and digest all at once. So for those folks who are new in this world of sales or, you know, trying to bridge the world of understanding that everything in life is sales, you're selling yourself an idea, a product, a service, your politics, whatever it may be. But what would be some starting off things that you would recommend to an entry level person in this world to to be an effective communicator in, in the world of sales?
1: I love it. Uh, So, you know, first I would say in the book, Iceberg Selling, there's five best practices. And it's almost like steps or a life cycle from the time we meet someone to the time we move forward. Um, So I'm going to follow those five steps uh, and just kind of paint a picture. I might tell a couple stories. So the first thing I would tell you is do the research. And what I mean by that is a new opportunity comes to you. There's somebody you're going to meet. Maybe you met them very briefly. Maybe it came in digitally. It's in your inbox marketing generated for generated a lead for you, whatever it might be. There's an opportunity to begin a conversation. And, and for, for that part, I would say, do the research. And what do I mean? I mean, spend five, 10, 15 minutes, not a gazillion hours, but what do we know about them? What is obvious? What is on the surface? And I'll give you a very simple example. Um, my father recently turned 80 and if I wanted to plan a surprise birthday party for him, There's a couple really simple things that I could consider, right? Number one, if all of his friends are probably 70 to 90, I'm not gonna have the party at night, right? We know this, our grandparents, our older parents, they don't wanna drive at night, they can't see as well. I'm probably not gonna have it as a restaurant that has huge stairs, because a lot of my dad's friends might not have a ton of mobility, right? But you can kind of go through this checklist of like, what do I already know about my father or the lead, or whoever is at this point in time, that allows me to do the research, right? Just just to begin with some knowledge. So for me, the first step is do that research.
0: I love it. No, yeah, sorry, keep going. Sorry, I I just want to, really quick, Carl, like, that is one of the parts that's missing so much in sales is just doing the research. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but, like, I just want to emphasize on how important that piece of this puzzle is because so many folks, like, I've gotten cold calls, and they think I'm a decision maker for something I don't even deal with, and they're just going on their sales pitch, and I'm like, my man, this isn't my world. (laughs) So just thank you for, for pointing that out. Continue, I'm sorry.
1: No, but it's true. And and if you want to know, know, well, why would you really do that, Carl? First of all, if your competitors aren't doing it and you are, that's advantage. Second of all, I don't know about you, but I like to show up as a professional. I want that other person to recognize me immediately as someone that is intentional about my time and the value that I create. I've got clients that are in the live event business. And I was talking to this one sales guy this one time and he had gotten a lead and I'm over here and he's kind of telling me the story. He's like, well, the first thing I ask is when when is their event and where is it? And I was like, Joe, that's on their website. Like, that's <laughs> almost embarrassing, right? Like, hey, uh, do you do events? Well, yeah, of course I do events, that's why we're talking. Well, when's our event? It's in March in, in, in Arizona, it's on our website. Like all of a sudden that person's starting at a disadvantage, right? Um, the second one is really setting yourself up for success. And what I mean by that is, um, when, when you do have this meeting, you're the guide. I, I really want you to think about being the driver of this meeting. You're not the passenger. And so there's a mindset of saying, if I'm the driver of this meeting, I have the ability to, to architect it, right? So what I typically tell people is, Hey, um, you know, Brian, I appreciate you spending some time with me. Do we still have 30 minutes? Hopefully you say yes. I go, great. So what I thought we could do is learn a little bit about you what you're looking for, what your life's like, what's it like at work. And if you found the right solution, what would it do for you? You know, what would it cause me happen? And then what I'd like to do is share a little bit about my company and our solutions and how I work. And then if that if, if that's still working for you, I'd like to start to reflect back to make sure I understood everything. And then from there, I'd like to kind of get into conversation. Let's brainstorm a little bit about what it could look like if we work together, you know, timing, solution, whatever it might be. And then from there. Brian, if it makes sense, let's talk about how we would move forward if it makes sense. And if not, I'll tell you, I might not be the right fit. Could we do that today? And I got to tell you, everyone relaxes because now it's clear. There's no smoke and mirrors. There's no boogeyman. There's no gotcha. I know where you're going to take me. So just setting us up to be successful in any conversation, but in sales, big next step. That's kind of my number two step.
0: I love it. Well, Carl, we're getting towards the, uh, the tail end of the conversation here. It goes fast. Mm. Um, but I, I, I like to do a little segment we, we do at the end of the episode. It's called Final Thoughts. And uh, yeah, I'll kick things off here on mine, and then I'll turn it over to you. But Are you ready to take your love of liberty to the next level? Join pro-liberty students and activists from around the world at LibertyCon 2024 in Washington, D.C., February 2nd through February 4th. With powerful speakers, innovative ideas, and of course, a vibrant pro-liberty community, LibertyCon will educate, empower, and energize you. Use code TBNS to get 25% off your tickets today. Head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash LibertyCon and secure your spot to the biggest pro- liberty conference of the year one of the things as we've been going through this today it just kind of strikes me as so so blatantly obvious and yet again kind of elephant in the room people just don't talk about it, and that is if if you implement the golden rule into your sailing like treating people the way you want to be treated i guarantee you're going to have a better sales experience as the seller than not because if, if you think about how do I buy, like as, as a person going out and finding a service or a product that you're going to, to go ahead and purchase, what's the steps that you're checking off to, to right. move forward in the process? The, the same steps are likely being checked off by your customer. So it's important to meet them where they're at, to be a, a real like human being, like asking them, genuine Absolutely. driving questions that matter to them, not things that you think they should care about, but things they actually care about. And and yes, start at the tip of that iceberg and work down. Understand the context behind the whys. Understand the, the the groundwork that you're building upon in order to move this sale forward. So I think, you know, it, it really just comes down to really treating others the way you want to be treated. Don't don't really bend over backwards trying to, to think of different ways to, to restructure this. That's what it comes down to. So I guess that's my final thoughts for today. Uh, Carl, what do you have first on your end?
1: Yeah, I think that's right. You know, And the other thing along those lines is I think I would just encourage everyone to think about a conversation or a sales call as a journey, right? And I think a lot of times when we're selling, we think everybody, that, that, our, that our journey's starting at the end, that, we're, uh, that our journey's starting where they're ready to buy, um, that that conversation is at the place where they wanna hear what we have to say and, and sell or communicate or close them or whatever. And I would just encourage you, kind of like what you said, Brian, like oftentimes that journey start is, is not that far along. So not only the golden rule, but understanding where somebody is and just kind of their consideration of what's going on in their life allows you to meet them there and have the conversation that's most appropriate there. And so it might be about curiosity and just kind of asking more why questions and saying, I'm really curious. I love, I learn a little bit more. And as you do that, you build rapport and from rapport is understanding and trust. And, and once you have that bringing a solution forward makes a ton of sense. So I am a hundred percent aligned with what you're saying.
0: Carl Becker, this has been a great conversation, and uh, I have a feeling it's part one of a conversation because I have a feeling we're going to have you back on the show to dig in a little bit deeper uh, down the road. But with that being said, um, obviously I want this to be a conversation that not only folks you know, you know put in, in a bookmark and, and come back to, because this is one of those evergreen episodes, but I want folks to be able to go out get iceberg selling. Just came back I uh, came out here in what October, I believe it was, so <laughs> it's available to be purchased now, folks. Carl, where can they go ahead and do that?
1: That would be great. Uh, go to icebergselling.com. You can learn all about it. There's uh, Audible, digital, and you can get the book as well.
0: I love it. Easy enough. And, and Carl, where can folks go ahead if they want to uh, find you on social media to continue the conversation? Where can they go ahead and do that?
1: Yeah. The simplest would be my, my primary website is improving salesperformance.com. I'm on LinkedIn. If you type in Carl Becker, Carl Becker, sales consultant, whatnot. Uh, you will find me. I, I spend most of my my kind of social media and, and airing podcasts and kind of thought leadership on LinkedIn. Uh, hopefully you can find me, Carl Becker. I am proving salesperformance.com. I've got all my socials there and all the different ways to reach out. And, and I always respond. So if, if you want to get in a conversation, fill out the form and, and we can kind of start that conversation, but thank you.
0: Absolutely. Iceberg selling. Yes, we will include all those links in the show notes. And folks, if you enjoyed today's episode, which I know you did, go ahead, give it a share. When you do tag yours truly at B Nichols Liberty, you can find me on Facebook as well as over on x.com. And where can you find the show? Well, you found us somewhere, but if you want to share today's episode with your friends and family, maybe you want to share the video version of the show. um, Well, first of all, head over to YouTube, Rumble, wherever it is, get your uh, video content, hit subscribe, hit that little notification bell so you don't miss a single time uh, we have an episode air and also hit that like button it helps us reach more people in their news feeds and then also we upload our entire episodes to x.com so make sure you go over there and check us out and then one other place we uh, air our video is over on sovereign s-o-v-r-e-n ben Swan. Great friend uh, of the show, and he does a lot of great work in the investigative journalism space. He created a brand new entity called Sovereign, which is a great independent media entity. And uh, if you're seeing us over on Sovereign, well, congratulations. You're seeing today's episode before anybody else. That's your Sovereign exclusive. And, of course, over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube Music, wherever it is. You download podcasts, you can find The Brian Nichols Show. All I ask is hit that subscribe button. And of course, download all unplayed episodes because we have so many awesome conversations with some sales pros like Carl. We had Tim Wackel on the show. We had Craig Elias on the show, Art Subcheck. Um, Let's see, who else we have? Lee Sales. I have all their books behind me too. So uh, we've had a lot of great sales guys here in the show. So if you want to go ahead and check out some of those great conversations all over at BrianNicholsShow.com. Almost 800 episodes in total. So go ahead and dig through there. I promise at least a few of them will leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. With that being said, Brian Nichols signing off here for Carl Becker. Any final thoughts today, Carl, before we wrap things up?
1: I just love that you want everyone to meet people where they are and help them understand others before they move forward. I think that's super powerful
0: can't agree more and i can't agree more that iceberg selling is so important in order to actually understand the real why in terms of why people buy so uh yes folks please go ahead purchase iceberg selling but with that being said it's brian nichols signing off here on the brian nichols show for carl becker we'll see you next time thanks for listening to the
1: brian nichols show find more episodes at brian